Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with Mr. Greg Dickerson. How are you doing, sir? Doing great, Michael. Good to see you. Hey, man, you got me vibrating again in episode one. We've already hit Carve Your Own Path in episode number two. Episode number three is really going to be reminding people that bear markets often have teeth and claws, and uh, it's not the person who jumps out early that often wins. So let's just kind of set this up because, again, as you said in video one, generational wealth is often built uh, in recession. So let's tell more people about that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the, the biggest thing that you got to think about is obviously risk management. You know, we are not in a bull market anymore. The Fed has pivoted. The economy is shifting and there's a lot of macro, you know, headwinds out there that we are experiencing and need to be aware of. And there's even more coming that we don't even know about and haven't even talked about. So we're in a risk off environment. We are in a maximizing, you know, your risk management environment. And what is risk? Preservation of capital. And the, the, the unfortunate thing is we're coming from a multi-year cycle since 2008 and 2009, since the Fed has started QE. And we've had you know, artificially low interest rates and all this you know, money pumped in the economy, especially the last couple of years. Everybody's conditioned from the narratives of Wall Street, who are money managers that make money moving your money and you know, with, with assets under management. So they're going to put narratives out there to keep people pumping money into the markets by the dip, mm. right? So that's God, number yeah. one. Yeah. And, you know, bull market, you know, always, you know, bull market on constantly, you know, so there, there's these things, don't, don't be left out, don't miss the trade, you know, those types of things. And, you know, it'll never go below here. You know, you'll never be able to buy you know, all these different things. This is your last chance to buy at this level. So yeah, these yeah. are all Wall Street narratives that, that have been put into the market because the Fed put has been there yeah. and everybody has been counting on the Fed backstop. And now the, the narrative, the Wall Street narrative is the Fed pivot. So, right. So everybody's talking about, oh, the Fed will pivot. They're not going to let it go. They're not going to let markets crash. They're not going to, you know, they're going to pivot. They're going to reverse course. Well, they did in 2015. They did in 2018. So that's been historically what they've done. And, you, you know, the portfolio managers that are in the biggest distress right now are the ones saying the Fed's making a mistake. They're going to ruin the market. You know, you need to reverse course. And that's the Kathy Woods, you know, oh, the world yeah. the, you know, anybody who's in FANG and tech and all that. Yeah. So um, that's a narrative that's come out of Wall Street. And the biggest problem is people feel like they have to do something because inflation's high. And that's another narrative. You know, your dollar is getting devalued. Inflation's high. You have to put it to work. Yeah. You have to put money to work. The people that are saying that are the people that literally have to put money to work because they're yeah. money managers. Some people do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pension funds, life funds, you know, they have to earn because they're paying out. So they have to put money to work. They have to earn. The problem is now we're in a bear market. Now we're in a down market. And, you know, the biggest mistake people make is feeling like they have to do something now and deploy their capital where they're going to miss out on the big move that's coming when the dust settles and we, you know, return back to a bull market. So sometimes you got to take a step back. Yeah. Sometimes the best trade is no trade. Yes. And sometimes the best place to be is in cash because yeah. the dollar value is going up right yep. now, you know, with the way the market is and wait for the dust to settle for the bottom to get put in, then you can jump back in yep. and, you know, catch some of those, you know, return to bull market. And how do you know? Well, the Fed's going to tell you, okay. Yeah, how do we exactly. know we're in a bear market? Bear market? Because the Fed said so. <laughs> they stopped, you know, uh, Q QE. They're raising rates, you know, this Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So they said we are not in a bull market anymore. So until the Fed pivots and changes that narrative, you're not in a bull market anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 really right. The Fed put the buy the dippers, the Kathy Woods of the world. 
I, I just want to say it again. Sometimes the best trade is no trade. Cash is not trash. Um, all of these kind of sayings are from people that have to be fully invested or they have money committed and they want, they want the retail investor to follow them so they could be bailed out of a bad trade. Um, I did some research this weekend because I'm sure you've already heard that April was the worst month for stocks since 2008. It's kind of all over the news this weekend. Um, that bear market uh, for the S&P was a 48% peak to trough fall. What people need to hear is that peak to trough fall took 15 months. We've been in this one for two months, maybe 10 weeks. And oh, by the way, what has the Fed done so far? A quarter point move. They, they're going to get to neutral and probably go above neutral, which means three, three and a half, four, eventually. We, we could have at least another year of a Fed tightening cycle. Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Again, all the Fed has done is say, we are no longer in a bull market. You know, the Fed has said, you know, fasten your seatbelts. They haven't actually done anything yet. And, you know, the market is like everybody saw it's priced in, it's priced in. And we've been saying on here for weeks, it's not priced not in. Priced it's, in. To be, it's pricing in now. Mm -hmm. So as we get to Wednesday, it will continue to price in based on what happens Wednesday, depending on how hawkish or dovish the Fed is. You might get a bounce, you might get, you know, more downside. And then we'll continue on because what we're pricing in are rate hikes and the potential of QT. What's not priced in is actual QT more rate hikes and the effects of the economy for the reason that they're doing what they're doing, which is, you know, a potential recession and, you know, stagflation and just contraction that we're in right now. Uh, and, you know, escalation of war, all those types of things, none of that's priced in. Right. Uh, so those are the types of things you have to think about when I'm saying, you know, that it's, it's, you know, max risk management, you know, environment right now. And you really have to, it's not bearish. It's not anything like that. Yeah. It's just reality yep. of where we're at. And that's where the biggest gains can be made is understanding where you really are, preserving your capital to take advantage of the big moves when they come. And the Fed is going to tell you when they're going to come. That's oh, all yeah. you got to do is watch the Fed. Watch that's the your Fed. bottom and your top indicator. What did they say back before the end of the year when they banned trading for everybody in Congress and the Fed mm -hmm. and all that? Top. Top. Yeah, it was. And we actually have a video of you saying that. Guess where the top is? I'm like, wow, that's ballsy. It was right. It was almost the day it was the top. The Fed's yeah. going to tell you when the bull market is on, when the bear market's on. They said it back in December. You don't trade anymore. The Fed, nobody, Congress, you can't trade stocks. That's the top. Yeah, they told them to get out. Yeah. And what's happened ever since? You know, and they're going to signal when they pivot, if and yeah. when they pivot. If they can, yeah, yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. And that's when, you know, bull market back on. There you go. And again, the last thing I want to talk about here is everybody wants to know the day or the week that this, everybody thinks it's going to be like, yeah, like it's a day or a week away. Again, the last one that kind of unraveled like this was 15 months, the great recession, the dot-com crash where the NASDAQ went down 80% was over two years. So again, this, this could take some time, folks. It's, it's, it's not going to be in May. It's going to be months and months. I'm trying to fight off a sneeze. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Anyway. Well, even in 2018. So let's go back to 2018 when the last time the Fed yep. raised interest rates. So they started talking about it, you know, in January of that year. Um, market dipped a little bit, came back up in October. And then it was the bottom was in December. So it was three months then, you know, to the bottom when, when they actually raised rates the last time. And again, they haven't really done anything yet. The talk, you know, goes back to, you know, 
Yeah, Jan yeah, December, January uh, is where all the talk started. And here we are, April, you know, four months in. Uh, and we're at, you know, I'm looking at charts while we're talking, you know, yep. we're at those critical levels, levels where the Dow Jones is getting ready to take out, you know, uh, a major low, you know, the last higher low yep. um, or lower low off of this turn. You know, NASDAQ's already taken it out, working, you know, in bear market territory. S&P is, you know, just taking out the last low. So, you know, I mean, all indications in the charts. And that's what gets me, too, is there's people actually out there calling for new all-time highs in, in, yeah. you know, in the markets. It's just, how's that going to happen without the Fed? Doesn't make any sense. Exactly, exactly. Folks, if you uh, you need to be following Mr. Greg Dickerson, both his YouTube channel that is behind me, uh, but also as an amazing amazing website. What is it? GregDickerson.com. That's where everything lives. Go check it out. All right, buddy. Thank you very much for your time this week. It's been a lot of fun.